What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Here we are in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon, right across from a beautiful Christmas display, right outside Clarendon, outside the Pacers running store. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 135 on a Christmas edition of Pace the Nation. And to get us through this Christmas edition, we've got a full crew. To my right, of course, it's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Chris, it's a sprint car. It's a sprint car. They're back. We couldn't we couldn't track down a sprint car two weeks ago. Interesting. She got in the for front Jessica, seat. But uh, someone is now getting in a sprint car. It's a totally empty car, and she got into the front. I wouldn't have done that. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't get the sprint car. I still still don't. We still are looking for someone to use that mode of transportation report back to us. Um, but uh, And they don't sponsor, so I'm not sure why uh, Docs isn't chiming in. Well, maybe because I haven't introduced him yet. <laughs> of course, to my left, it's William e. Docs. Docs, what's up? Exactly. I'm not allowed to talk <laughs> until I've been introduced. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and I was dying. Joanna stole my thunder. I really wanted to talk about how she got into the front seat. Mm-hmm. And there, there's... It's two rows of back seats plus the driver's front seat. So, you know, there was three different doors she could have gotten into, and she got into the front seat. Is there is is there a way to get uh, these sprint cars are, are uh-huh. really uh, they're they're really interesting to me, and and I don't quite understand them. I don't know how to track one down. Is there an app mm-hmm. for it? And you don't like to do things unless uh, <laughs> you like know what you're doing. Right. 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 <laughs> Exactly. I only do things unless. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I mean, I there must be an app for it. How else? Because she, the girl, came out and of that place. And you usually walked. can't. Yeah. Usually can't actually figure out how to contact them or how to flag them right. down because there's all t- types of advertising all over them. So right. you can barely see that it's a sprint car. Right. Right. So. It's like a NASCAR. Yeah. With, exactly. With all the different sponsors. Exactly. On it. So I don't even know what the website mm-hmm. is. I don't know. It's it's a different spelling. Yeah, we've gone through that before. Yeah. All right, big episode to get to. It is a Christmas episode. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. We are going to do our... And happy holidays to the non-Christmas celebrators. very true. Very true. Thank you, Docs. We're going to do our... uh, If I'm anything, I'm politically correct. We're going to do our gift exchange today, our annual gift exchange. Uh, I'm glad we went over some rules about what the holidays are and what they mm-hmm. mean to us last week. Right. Uh, Joanna enlightened us. So mm-hmm. uh, we've got Can't some... wait to see what she teaches us today. <laughs> yeah, you know? We've got some uh, holiday uh, cheer to spread to each other. Uh, we also, uh, I've got a couple of, of kind of in the news stories that I wanted to get to. Docs has got a few things. And then we are very excited that we will have in studio the head of Black Girls Run DC chapter. Adina Crawford's going to join us in studio. She's going to tell us about black girls run we've been working with black girls run with at pacers running for years and it's a great program and she's gonna tell us all the particulars about the program and if you haven't heard of them um it'll be good good interview to stick around for but first uh i guess this show is going to you know christmas is monday right so Mm -hmm. the show would usually go out on a monday right uh so docs can you tell us when do you think this show is going to actually hit the airways um, when has it hit the airways? Yeah, exactly. Actually? Yeah, when has it hit the airways? <laughs> well, if you're listening to it, uh, <laughs> it's already been released. So yeah. this is not really informative for anybody. Right. Um, it's a good question. Maybe if you're listening to it and it didn't drop on the 25th, this is why. Right. Because it's the 25th. So the whole thing, Chris, is that that Monday morning on the 25th, it's not going to be about me and what I want to mm-hmm. do and what I can do. It's mm-hmm. going to be about the kids and the kids' schedule and, right. and everybody else's schedule. And then we have some travel and then there's going to be more kids and it's going to be about the kids. So, um, and and same for the 24th. I don't know exactly what all the plans are. So I'm going to get it out. It'll get out either on the 24th or the 25th and worst case, the 26th. Uh, maybe it's early. Maybe, maybe you know, like some people have this tradition where they can open one gift mm-hmm. early on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Maybe that will be the gift you can open is the podcast on the 24th. Well, Docs is totally in control. Our executive <laughs> producer is out of town. She's already on holiday, so mm-hmm. uh, she hasn't given us any sort of expectations or, or laid out any sort of expectations when this show is supposed to be out. So, right. um, you know, I figure... 
it, whenever you get it out, uh, I, I think that is a good gift for the uh, listeners. <laughs> we appreciate it, Docs. If you've, if the listeners have been bad, I'll release it on the 26th. <laughs> and if they've been good, I'll, I'll release it on the 24th. Okay, that, that sounds good. Well, we'll get back to the Christmas talk. I did want to get to a couple things uh, beforehand uh, before we Christmas get to... Christmas related? No, it, it's, oh. it, it's... Well, well. first off, uh, mm-hmm. and the news came out... Um, that's sort of holiday related. If you want to gift uh, somebody a, a running book or, or something running related, and I think a book would be a good gift. Now, this mm-hmm. is totally worthless to you because it's already right. past Christmas. Well, you or how about this? If you have a a gift receipt present mm-hmm. that you want to return in exchange for something you actually want, what can they get? Well, that's that's a great question. I'm glad you mm-hmm. set me up. The the, the top ten <laughs> books of 2017 running related came out on Runner's World this uh, this this month. And what, was this the same list of books that you read for I, the see, year? You know what? I was I knew you'd say, and, and it and it and it actually struck a chord with me because I didn't end up hitting my goal, which will again be my New Year's resolution. But you got close to. Well, what's going to be your new New Year's resolution to get to a total of 12, including last year? Or are you going to start the reset? <laughs> I, the we're going to reset. Button. Let's set, set some okay. realistic expectations. I'm going to get okay. to 12. But I think th- th- this kind of struck a chord with me, and I want to bring it up with you guys okay. because I think this will help me get to 12. I set an unrealistic expectation because – I was going to read books that I didn't care about or, you know, <laughs> John Grisham or I, I don't recall. Book or, I don't recall you actually limiting uh, what you were going to listen to. Right. Or, I didn't. Or, I mean, read. Right. I, I didn't, but I, but I... So I don't know why, like, you're saying, like, now it was unfair last year. Well, what I realize is when I read something that I was interested in, running-related mm-hmm. books, right. I plowed through those. Right. I read two running related books this year. I ended up running, reading three books. Uh-huh. Not very good. I went for twelve, so uh-huh. you know, twenty five percent. That's less than a C for a degree. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, two of the books were um, like Father, Like Son, uh, and also What Made Maddie Run. Those two books. Now you should have just read those books six times each. I I, I should have. I really were enjoyed. they on the list. And no, they were not on the list, unfortunately. I were think these that was books an published in 2017, or are these just like the hot books of 2017? Uh, so these were great reads that 2000 that came out in 2017. Okay. Okay. So um, we will we'll play a game and say who read any of these, right? Well, between the three of us. Well, okay. I, I, one of those two that I mentioned was on the list, and you mentioned what made Maddie run. That did make the list of uh, the top ten running book of the year. Okay. So, so there's a big twist change in what you said five seconds ago well no 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 i i said i didn't i said that both of them didn't make the list oh so uh, actually he tricked you on like something like that before with the who did he see at ncaa's yeah exactly same same so we should know this we should know this i I, I wasn't we should know how your brain works yeah it's like the doctor in arrested development who's like we've lost him but (laughs) they really just uh that he like went out a window here listen if you know anything about me i'm not that articulate conniving or strategic of setting you guys up like that mm-hmm. it's just an oversight generally mm-hmm. just just assume it's an oversight okay. all right well, let's get to the book okay yeah, get so, to the, the list so the books all right finally. so uh we all read what made maddie run uh mm-hmm. one of my favorite books in a long time by kate fagan so that was on the list uh were these in any sort of order i, I think they put them in a, in a, in a, in a order from one to ten mm-hmm. so i can i can start with ten what made maddie run oh, you like to count down yeah, what made Maddie run was um, was number five on the list. All right, so I'm, you're starting randomly. So I I just wanted to mention that because we did mm-hmm. have Kate Fagan on the right. show. Yeah. So that one I wanted friend to of the hi- podcast. Right? I wanted to highlight, uh, you know, mostly highlight that one because I highly recommend and go out and yeah. read that one. You know, mm-hmm. for this year or next year. All right, number uh, ten. Uh, number ten is running with a police escort. Have you guys heard of that? But that's by uh, Jill Grunwald. Tales from Back of the Pack by Jill Grunwald, running with a police escort. Hmm. Uh, oh, that that implies that the uh, police are are bringing up the rear of correct. the show, uh, rear of the the race, the, rear yep, of the race. Yep. I mean, all right. Se- <laughs> second book on the list, which is number nine, uh, disqualified. Eddie Hart, uh, Munich, nineteen seventy two, and the voices of the most tragic Olympics by Eddie Hart and Dave Newhouse. Hmm. So that's a book about the 1972 Munich Games. What happened in 1972 in Munich? 
you don't tragedy. remember? Yeah, I remember there was a... Remember the terrorists? Terrorists. Uh, uh, went in and kidnapped yep. the uh, Israeli team. That's right. And then uh, the police tried to uh, snuff them out and they blew up the helicopter. That Did did that last part happen or are you just making No, that, that really happened. That really did that happen. Happen. Wow. Yeah, I remember. I, I do remember uh, reading about that story. So I, that would be an interesting book I would, I would be interested in reading. Uh, number eight on the list is A Race Through the Greatest Running Stories around the world in 80 days by damon hall and daniel cx um how many of those races do you think mike Gordian has done all of them it it sounds like a, a tale of you know Wardian's um life here it's it says uh they tell stories about running from places we don't usually hear about like bangkok including tales from running weirdness i've run in bangkok have you really okay. yeah all right maybe you should have written the book um Okay, well, I'll tell you a tale of running in Bangkok. The first day I ran in Bangkok, I decided to run at noon in the middle of the day, and I ran to what was a park on the map, but it was a concrete park, and there was a really fast girl running in in the park, and I was kind of chasing her, trying to keep her pace, and um, realized that I ran way too fast. Mm-hmm. And the humidity, you think the humidity is bad here in D.C. Oh, Joanna uh, does. In, mm-hmm. in Bangkok, the humidity is awful. The sun was blaring down, and I felt terrible uh, maybe eight or nine miles into that run. Mm. Just um, kidding. I probably didn't go eight or nine miles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, Docs, I recommend you reading that. You could relate yeah. to running in Bangkok. Why would I read it? I've already lived it. <laughs> All right, number seven on the list, Footnotes, How Running Makes Us Human by uh, Vibar Craig and Reed. Uh, the, Craig and Reed looks at the human side of the sport, showing while running makes our bodies healthy, it also improves our minds. It hmm. does. There's a I lot like, of truth to that. So I like reading things that I agree with, so mm-hmm. I will read that <laughs> uh, book, another one. I, I some am, other I'm, people I'm, like you. <laughs> Uh, number six on the list is Marathon by Brian Freeman. Boring title. Well, it, it, uh, well, I don't think it's a boring book. It's about, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's a fictional story. It says when a bomb goes off along the course during a city's marathon, uh, a detective and his partner mobilize to find who's responsible. So, um, does it take place in Boston? I, I, I didn't I thought get you said that Duluth. Far. Oh yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, it says it's featuring Duluth Homicide detective Jonathan Stride. Wonder maybe where's Duluth, Minnesota? Yeah. Well, there's maybe a hundred of them, but that's the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that person was in Boston, and it's a real account, mm-hmm. or it's a fiction story. Uh, in any event, don't judge the book by its cover mm-hmm. or its title, and it or its title, and it made sixth place. Yeah, so, so it's I'm going to guess good. fifth place, Kate Fagan. Yeah, you got it. What made mm-hmm. Maddie run? Uh, we've talked about that, that book, mm-hmm. uh, The Secret so- Struggles and Tragic Death of an All-American Teen by Kate mm-hmm. Fagan. Which Great is actually book. actually the number one book. So let's number see what one. the, yeah. the uh, four farces are. <laughs> <laughs> number four is Browning Ross, Father of uh, American Distance Running by Jack Heath. So this book is about uh, Brown- Browning Ross and his story, um, which is... An interesting one. He's an old school runner. I, I don't know. I mean, it's better than Kate Fagan's book, so it's got to be pretty darn good. All right. Well, you tell us when you read that in March. Uh, number three on the list, Perfect Strangers, Friendship, Strength, and Recovery After Boston's Worst Day by Roseanne Suda and Jennifer Jordan. Uh, so that's a, that's a story about uh, the victims who uh, survived and how they've uh, forged a friendship. So that I would be very interested in reading. It's it's called Perfect Strangers? It is called Perfect Strangers. Yep. Joanna, did you watch Perfect Strangers when you were a kid on TGIF? No. Do I you know what re- Perfect Strangers is with, with Cousin Balky? I think... I think that uh, we watch TGIF with different shows. I don't. I don't actually know if it was on TGIF, but uh, I do recall that show being on Perfect Strangers. Farley, you watch that? No, but somebody it, will tweet in. It was not a period piece. No, <laughs> somebody will tweet in and let us mm-hmm. know about it because uh, Joanne and I aren't tracking. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two on the list is Virgin Territory: The Story of Craig Virgin, Americans Renaissance Runner, by Randy Shearer. Um, so that's about Craig Virgin, uh, former, uh, great U S runner. And the number one, if we had a drum roll, we'd play it here. I can do drum rolls. Number one book 
on this Runner's World list from 2017 is a beautiful work in progress by Myrna Valerio. Uh, This book talks about the author Myrna, who had chest pains when she was just over 300 pounds, got into running, started with 5Ks, uh, progressed her way all the way into ultra marathons, and now is uh, a sponsored runner. Um, Very her, cool. Her message is running is for everybody. So I and still I be, over three hundred pounds. No, she is. Oh, she I think she's lost weight. over a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think that would be uh, another one that I'd be really interested in. So I'd be interested in a book about a three hundred pound ultra marathoner. Yeah, well, that she would is, be tough. She she has uh, slimmed down. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be tough unless you're like seven five or something like that <laughs> still still it's a Probably lot of tough. lot yeah. of weight to to yeah. carry that that far so uh that that uh list struck a chord with me and i want to bring it up with you guys because mm-hmm. we are almost to our new year's resolutions and mm-hmm. uh, you can expect uh wait this that's a top 10 list that's a top 10 list. so you're still yeah. gonna have to come up with two books that aren't on that list <laughs> right yep. okay yep uh, you know, we will have that uh, in just a few weeks from now, uh, our, our resolutions. Uh, everybody waits on the edge of their seat for that, that show. <laughs> yeah. And Farley, when will that show be released? Right. Oh, now you'll have to tell me. Oh. All right. Uh, thank you for indulging uh, me in that. Uh, I uh, hope that you guys will read a few of those books and report back. All right. Next up, we've got an inspiring guest uh, excited to be joined by Adina Crawford. She is the lead of Black Girls Run DC chapter. She's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, uh, Doc's Joanna, we are excited to be joined by the lead of the D.C. chapter of Black Girls Run. It's Adina Crawford. Adina, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm great. How are you? We're doing awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Before we get into the questions here, we were just talking about your water here. Um, (laughs) You know, what a random place to start. We got so much to talk about, but you said this is is like your favorite water that you... Oh, my God. So this water... I mean, it's, it sounds like it was like life-changing water to you. <laughs> it just goes down nice and smooth. Yeah. You know how, like, anything like uh, your regular, like, Deer Park water, or mm-hmm. not to call names, but different right, brands. Right. Yeah. This one, I have been a, a big fan of it for, like, five years. Oh, so when awesome. I go into TJ Maxx, they know me. They're like, it's over there. <laughs> so they, I, I fill up my cart with, the, because it's cheaper there, obviously, no but doubt. I fill up my cart with the water. That's fantastic. Eternal you know? water. I'm going to check I've, it out. I've never heard of it, but I am so excited for water. More excited than I've ever been about water in my life. You'll yeah. never after, go back After to that testimonial, else. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you obviously are, are you know, health and, and, and wellness is a big part of your life has it always been a big part of your life you know it really wasn't um if you talk to my husband maybe like maybe maybe seven eight years ago he couldn't get me off the couch i was close to like 350 wow and he was like you need to exercise and my husband's probably about your your frame Mm -hmm. and he's like you need to exercise you need to do more and i think where the light came on is that my mom uh had leukemia and then she was diagnosed with lung cancer, never smoked or anything. So she succumbed to her illness. And then three months later, my stepbrother died from pancreatic cancer. And all of these people I ended up taking care of. Wow. And then my dad died from dementia. So I had to bring him here from Florida, take care of him. And there's just some signs that like, you know what, you need to kick it, kick it in gear. You need to do something different, you know? And luckily I have a athletic son who's a trainer for Equinox. And he has been keeping me on my regimen for strength training and keeping me active in, in that realm to, to be active. So it was a life-changing experience, you know, to lose all your family members in yeah. such a short period of time, you know? Yeah, well, Black Girls Run is an amazing community where you can get healthy. You can, you know, find a group and a community to work out with. How did you get involved with Black Girls Run? Tell us about Black okay, Girls Run. Okay, so let me tell you, several years ago, and I, I don't know the exact year, but I know it was several years ago, I was training for a race with um, Fleet Feet. I was in their program, mm-hmm. and I was running down in my local area, and I saw these group of women coming in the opposite direction. So I was going down my second loop of mile four, and the girl stopped me, and she says, hey, you know, you want to join our group? And I was like, well, what group are you with? And she said, well... 
my name is Lisa Roberts. I'm with Black Girls Run. And I was like, I never heard of them. So, (laughs) you know, so she invited me to the run. And I said, well, let me try this out and see how it goes. So she proceeded to give me the whole lowdown. She invited me to the page. And she said, I think you'll be a really good, you know, asset to the group. So I joined the group. I became the third run coordinator. Run coordinators are the people that oversee the people on the ground so mm-hmm. that there's no woman left behind, which is BGR's motto, um, you know, motto that you don't mm-hmm. leave any woman behind. So I became the third run coordinator. And soon after that, things started to progress. They were like, she's like, man, you are like motivating these ladies. You're encouraging. You're, you're doing all of these things to help get more ladies out on the pavement. And we appreciate you. So it just continued on, and then eventually I got like this email and phone call say, we want you to put in a being an ambassador. We think that you'd be really good for Black Girls Run. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I want that commitment, you know, but I did it, and this is where I am today. That's so. awesome. So That's what awesome. what was it about Black Girls Run that, that really drew you in and like made you feel like you were a part of the community? The sisterhood. So there's no judgment. Everybody's there for their own struggle, their own reason. Um, just to be there and you just didn't feel like, you know, oh, they're going to kind of treat me different because I'm larger in this area or I don't run as fast or, you know, I don't fit the the bill of being the athletic built or what have you. There's no judgment. Everybody is treated the same and embraced and loved the same. That's great. That's awesome. That's how it should be. I agree. Chris. (laughs) (laughs) So unfair. Terrible shit. Well, the, the uh, you, you you talked about the mo- the the motto uh, and and from the website it says the mission of Black Girls Run is to encourage all, especially African American women, to make fitness and healthy living a priority. But according to the Center for Disease Control, eighty percent of African American women are overweight. BGR wants to create a movement uh, to lower the percentage and subsequently lower the number of women with chronic diseases associated with unhealthy diet and solitary lifestyles. That number of 80% was just striking. That shocked me. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that, from your experience, is that an accurate number? I think it's pretty close. I mean, if you look at uh, the numbers and statistics, the most African-Americans suffer from the the common diabetes, Mm -hmm. high blood pressure, cancer, kidney disease. And I think the the founders of BGR were are trying to change that mm-hmm. you know come and do something if even if it's not a lot do something and you know let's change those numbers so there are more women hitting the pavement now more women involved you go if i see you today here in virginia i might see you in arizona next month at a race mm-hmm. so you know it's just building that base of all these women out for the same thing to be healthy was it was it was you know women african-american women were they intimidated by running was it just not something that was ingrained in them as much I think up. it well I'll tell you I'm I'm originally from New York City okay. and uh, lived in Massachusetts most of my life. Running was not a sport for African Americans, really? you know. No. No. And and it's beca- it's more like oh it was basketball right. or you know football right. or something like that or sometimes track. Right. But now I not think not distance running. Not distance right. running, but now I think you see it more and more more and more African American women are hitting the pavement and they are crushing these races and they're doing the world majors and Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. It just wasn't a big thing. Yeah. You know? Well, it is amazing. The energy of the group. We've, we've worked with Black Girls Run for a number of years with Pacers, with, with Pacers Running. The energy of the group is unmatched. Why, why, why is that? You talked about the sisterhood. What is it about your group? What's that secret sauce? What is it? I think it's more of, you know, you come out to a run, and whether you're there to escape what you're dealing with mm-hmm. at home, fellowship camaraderie support the support is phenomenal i and i'm just going to give you a small story about myself i did the chicago marathon in october and i was so reluctant i was like i don't want to do this Mm -hmm. you know i just i said i want to drink the kool-aid the support (laughs) was amazing my friend renee garland said to me she's a one of one of my ambassadors she says this will be the best experience that you will ever have and when i got to chicago i saw more black girls run women and those shirts Mm -hmm. it was amazing just to see the sea of women out there doing their thing doesn't matter how fast you go how slow you go as long as you're moving yeah you uh mentioned the the founders who um 
started this back in 2009. Mm-hmm. So tell you know tell us sort of the history of, of how they started it and how did it get it, get it going to where it is now. You got chapters across the country now. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's the chapters are everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, in every state. And when we do our na- national conference. Women come as far as California, mm-hmm. you know, from all over to uh, be a part of this conference. Um, I can tell you personally, I know Ashley uh, Hicks Roca and Tony personally. Mm-hmm. They are those amazing. are the two founders. Those yep. are the two founders, yep. correct? And Tony lives in this area oh, now. Okay, you know, so she's not in Atlanta. They were they they both were in Atlanta correct. originally. Okay, uh-huh. and uh, Tony is here, and Ashley's still in Atlanta. So I can tell you, Ashley. Uh, just a little background. I don't have much, but sure. uh, basically she attended and played soccer at Middle Tennessee State University in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. She graduated in 2005 um, in Bachelor of Science in Mass Communication. She also received a Master in Communication at Columbia University. So she's been around, and between her and Tony, and Tony basically uh, was serving at the helm of Black Girls Run. She is a freelance writer for Zelly. I guess that's Z E L L E, a running a runner's world publication, yep. and po- and provides public relations and marketing consulting to a grassroots organi- organization. She was named one of the thirty Black bloggers you should know by the Root Essence magazine, thirty five and under. Very cool. Yes. So those two together collaborated. They saw where the disparity was mm-hmm. and they bought this thing together and created this group, Black Girls Run. And, and it started in Atlanta? It started in Atlanta. Yes. And and they, they're continuing to do amazing things. Mm-hmm. There's a b- behind the scenes. They're just doing some amazing things to get women out on the pavement. So you talked about your Chicago Marathon. Is it a program that you're, you're going to get in and you have to sign up for a race or is it designed just for a race or you can do kind of whatever you, whatever you can do you whatever you want. Yeah. So you come to a race, you're a new person. Mm-hmm. I'm the run coordinator. You never run before. Well, I'm going to stay with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you go by yourself because that's intimidating. You see these women going out eight, nine minute mile, you know, pace and you're new and you don't know how to run. I want to be there to support you so that you will come back. And we talk about the races because some people say, I want to do this for my first 5K. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's um, support all the way through. Yep. How, how do you recruit new members? Like like you were recruited. You were already out there running. Right. Uh, how, how do you reach out to, to women who aren't already running? People find out through the website, okay. the Black Girls Run website, through other runners, or if we're doing an event um, I'll just give an event. Like we're doing something in the community and we have a table for black girls run. People want to know more about it. Okay. And just like, uh, when I did the run for all women with, uh, Keisha in the November project, women never heard of black girls run before. So, you know, you give them the resources and, and leave it up to them. And sometimes you could do a follow up. Cool. Well, you've done a number of, uh, events and, and are working with, uh, the mayor of DC, Mario Bowser. Uh, talk about what your connection is with her. Well, you know, when I first became an ambassador, I said, you know, my role, I think I, I can do the whole community thing. Mm-hmm. I have this uh, gift of gab. You, uh, you do. You, <laughs> you got that energy about you that I can Yeah, yeah. I got this gift of gab yeah. that I think I can probably sell ice to the Eskimos. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, so I make some connections with her office. Um, okay. She says, you know, we, we'd love to come out and, you know, see what you're doing and things of that nature. So we had our anniversary party a couple of years ago, our uh, Black Girls Run, I think it was our fourth year anniversary. Mm-hmm. The mayor was the guest speaker. She had all her security detail there, and we had Lululemon, Athleta. All of these people were out to support our event. Mm-hmm. From then on, it just became a, a friendship, you mm-hmm. know. She had a birthday party. She invited us for that. Um her different runs that she puts together in the city or different community events mm-hmm. she's put together we've been invited to that so we've maintained that relationship with her because she knows what we're about and she's all about healthy herself mm-hmm. so. yeah and and you know we we at pacers running helped uh time that new year's day race last year what, what's the event called uh you mean fresh start yes 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 and we're <laughs> going to be there again this year uh, but what I noticed about that event, and props to the mayor, was it was a different group out there. It wasn't our traditional Pacers running group. It was a lot of new, um, you know, folks that probably are new to running. Uh, it was a run walk event. So I felt like there was a lot of Black Girls Run 
folks there. So it isn't all about the running for them. It can be if you're just kind of getting into it, if you're if you're just starting. That Black Girls Run is a place for you, right? That's correct. Correct. Very cool. We look forward to working on that race again this year. Um, Joanna, you and Adina met a few weeks ago at 14th Street, right? Yeah, so we had an event at 14th Street uh, with Run for All Women, and Adina was um, generous enough to sit on the board and talk about uh, women in uh, the running community. Mm -hmm. And and what all did you discuss with the panel? Well, the goal was to talk about social change in the running community. Okay. And you got three different perspectives. You have the November Project and their perspective, how Mm -hmm. to create social change. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, Run for All Women, their perspective, and you have the, you know, Black Girls Run, the perspective for for social change. So everybody got a chance to talk about, you know, what can we do to, to create social change? Because there's a stigma associated behind running and what it's supposed to be and so on and so forth. So do you think you guys have accomplished this social change? You see it happening. I see it gradually okay. changing. There's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. But each time I'm at an event or each time I'm at a race, it just warms my heart to see more and more women of color mm-hmm. hitting the pavement. Yeah. And then reading the success stories um, online and hearing the, the last woman that crossed the New York City Marathon was a woman from Black Girls Run, an African-American female, and just hearing those success stories because it can be done. Yeah. So those things, is, I see a slow, a slow change. Very cool. Well, you know, big brands are, are, are really taking notice, and, which is very cool. Big brand for us is Brooks. Um, and, and you sent over a, a very cool um, website that, that you guys were profiled on Brooks. Uh, tell us about that experience. They, they took pictures of you guys. You're going to be in catalogs for Brooks. Tell us about that. So the Brooks people contacted the, the founders of BGR through our media uh, person, J.L. Anderson, and coordinated this uh, campaign on trying to make a change in the community for the average runner. You know, your average runner's not tall, thin. Mm-hmm. You know, that there is a diversity. And I think a lot of retail businesses are going to that, the diversity mm-hmm. of women. Um, our runners come in all shapes and sizes. So it was nice to grab how they grabbed five ambassadors uh, from five different cities to come in, be profiled and interviewed, and tell their story uh, about their running journey. And we will tweet out the, the link from that. Very cool. It profiles you and you know, it kind of talks about what you had just told us, how you came from a family who never really exercised. Um, and it, you know, it talks about how you just ran 18 miles this last Saturday and you pass no judgment on anyone, whether you walk, jog, or skip. Um, <laughs> you have to do more. Uh, when people make excuses, I uh, say, well, what about your health? And I think that's such a, a great message. Are we talking to, you know, Black Girls Run, are you talking to all ages or is it mostly uh, an older demographic with you guys everybody 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 because i mean i don't know how you think i am but (laughs) (laughs) i'm 53 years old really wow i'm 53 so okay you know just you know you got to keep moving it's going to be all 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 different ages yeah wow that's that's very cool well then and it's and it's just women no men no men no men sorry farley no <laughs> all african-american or is any no other? you have okay. a diverse group you okay, have so caucasian you, you have hispanic you have indian okay. so it's just women okay all women got it and you guys do you do a lot of events you don't necessarily have to do events but talk about some of the events and races that you guys are going to do in 2018 wow they have a. uh, uh 13.1 coming up, and that's going to be in Greensboro. There's a list of uh, races that are on the website if anyone wants to find mm-hmm. out more because they have, you and know. what is that website? It's uh, www.blackgirlsrun.com, mm-hmm. and they can find out information there, or they can go to https colon backslash backslash blackgirlsrun.com, and they can find out how to become a member how to find out what races are in their area. We don't give that information out because of the safety of women. Mm-hmm. We don't want to say that, you know, we're running in uh, Bethesda and give the dates and times and things that just for the safety of women, they can get that information from social media. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so if I'm going to meet with your group, how often do you guys meet per week? Does it, is it once a week? It's usually weekly. Sometimes it's two to three times a week. Okay. So, for example, if you have a race, uh, excuse me, a run on down on the National Mall, they'll mm-hmm. meet on a specific weekday and they'll give the times and they'll muster say this is where we're mustering at and this is how many miles we're doing but the mileage is really up to you okay and you know i'm sure there's a lot of of great friendships that's been forged through yeah so talk about maybe some of the friendships because you you, you've talked so much about you know the the community and and the sisterhood yes so talk about you know some of the some of the friendships or or relationships that's been forged through your group well i could tell you chris i mean this is like i love telling this success story about two women that came into the group, and I did get their permission to say their name. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. um, the group that I belong to, um, several years ago, uh, had a one runner. Her name is Karen Johnson. And she says, "You know, I'm coming to the group. I can't run. I don't know what to do." You know, our first run with her was on the Capitol Crescent. She was she struggled a little bit, and do you know, to this date, this woman has done like four marathons all these half marathons, she is phenomenal. Wow. And she's crushed her races. Her pace is amazing. Yep. You know, I watched her from the beginning and those success stories really make you feel good because you saw them when they first came to mm-hmm. the group where they started from the bottom and now they're here. Yeah. Um, another one is a actual police officer that I work with. Um, her name is uh, Anna Hester. Same kind of same story. Started off running kind of slow getting into the groove, and she's done numerous. I don't even know how many marathons she's done. Mm. And they're just excellent role models because I just saw them from the beginning. And the encouragement and the support that they got has was just amazing. Amazing. Wow, that's awesome. Well, I, I just can't believe that you, you said you you were 300 pounds at one point? Oh, yeah. I, can't, I just can't, can't believe oh, I can't I know. Believe. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I, if I showed you pictures, you're like, what? Is that <laughs> I just, you? I mean, and so this is just such a great thing for just women in general who are maybe intimidated, right? I mean, yes. talk about, talk about maybe, you know, why is it so important for your women? Well, I think it's important because if if you're just starting out and you have you're trepidatious about whether you can go the distance or am I going to be winded or am I going to mm-hmm. feel certain a certain kind of way, we we do enough encouraging, motivating, and empowering, and even like the shout outs, the call, hey, how's it going? How's right. your run going? The support is there. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nothing short of having support of. The, your fellow sisters around you calling you or out there running with you right you know so that you don't lose focus because at 5 a.m in the morning nobody wants to talk to anybody they just want to run and be done right and if you know that your motivation is that i don't want to get out the bed but guess what i got accountability partners waiting for yes me. yes i love it yes that your accountability partners are mm-hmm. everything and i think that there was a time that i i actually just had this conversation with uh, lisa roberts um who's now, she's uh, stepped down as a run coordinator, but we're still friends. I was struggling with some things, and I said, you know what, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm just not feeling motivated. She said, you'll get there. Hmm. And then she would text me and say, how's it going? How was your run? You know, those, when you get those messages, and you know, and you knowing that someone cares, yep. and then supporting your journey, and every race that I have done, that woman has called and said, congratulations, awesome. I'm really proud of you. And those things go a long way, because then you then can pass that on to somebody else. Very, very cool. Um, does your husband think you're crazy though? I mean, he, he, I mean, it's a lot. You're you're the coordinator of this DC chapter. He tells me he's like you're never home. Yeah, I'm, he said you're never home, and you know, and we take it's funny because we take turns cooking. So tonight's okay. my turn. Oh, man. I said, well, honey, guess Sorry. what? I'll be bringing. Sorry, honey, my bad. <laughs> I said I'll be bringing something home from yeah. dinner for dinner, you know. But he understands. He says his thing, his favorite thing is just do your thing. Yeah, do that's your thing. Great. You that's, know, that's he's awesome. very supportive. Well, it takes uh, people like you to to motivate and, and inspire, and you are inspiring a lot. So, again, we'll tweet out the link to the website uh, if you want to get involved. I mean, it is the new year coming, so there's no better time to hit the reset button. I mean, Adina was—I just can't believe you were 300 pounds. <laughs> I mean, you were—you were a different per- person. Uh, totally. I mean, totally different. I mean. Just, I just can't get over it. Like mentally, you must yeah. have been just like such a different place in your life. Oh my God, it was horrible. Chris. Wasn't it horrible? Yeah. I mean, it was just like belaboring, right? You know, and it's like just the struggle. It right. was a struggle. struggle to do anything. To right? do anything. Yeah. You know, and just to sit there and say, you know what? 
I, I'm, I'm not doing this. But now my husband's like, I can't keep you in the house. Right. You know, he'll see me get up like at four in the morning, dragging my feet. He said, I right. know you're going for your run, aren't you? I said, I am. <laughs> you know, so I think it's just the, through the women of BGR. And I can tell you that um, I have three amazing ambassadors that mm -hmm. that I work with. And it's not just me. We do things collaboratively. Renee Garland, Renee Drayton, and Kelly Elliott. We've worked together for the last two years to build up the D.C. BGR to bring it to where it is now. And it's meaning getting the ladies out on the pavement, supporting their journeys. We know we're responsible for each area because we have D.C., Maryland, Virginia, mm -hmm. Southern Maryland, wow. and Baltimore. In this whole DMV oh, so area, that's, all, that's your entire territory. Wow. Oh yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! So we have run coordinators in all of these little pockets, even in this area here, and then the ambassadors that oversee those areas. So you know, we stay on top of you know the run coordinators so that we're there to support them when their journey, when they're having issues, you know, concerns or they want support. It's just a huge it's a family support group. Yeah, it's a huge support it's, group. It, I mean, it's more than just an athletic endeavor. It's right. a big right. support group. Yeah. So you seem super passionate about the women that, that run with your group, you know, just expand on, you know, the importance of why, why the running is so important for the group. Uh, and, and I'm speaking, you know, for like the D.C. area. We sure. all come from different corners of the world. Some do it to build camaraderie, friendship, support. Others come out to escape whatever situation they be dealing with, either domestic, family crisis, medical, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when you come into the sisterhood, it all seems to blend in. It's like a comfort zone. It's like an, o an oasis mm -hmm. where you can just feel free to let go and, and not be judged. We support each other's goals, our fitness journeys, and races. We're accountability partners. All the group love is just one big gift of running together, you awesome. know. So, yes, like I said, it's hard getting up at 5 o'clock <laughs> in the morning, especially if it's raining. But, you know, when it comes down to training, yep. the rain doesn't stop. No. You, you know, you got to get out there and do it. No matter what. So, you know that your running sisters will be there to support you. That's awesome. And how many women would you say are in that entire group? I can tell you right now it's 9,100. Let me see. I got the exact okay. numbers here because I actually looked that up because of the fact I knew that was going to be a question. We have 9,200 women. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. But 9,200 women active on our Black Girls Run page, wow. but mm -hmm. not all of them hitting the pavement. But I think people— Is that na That's national. That, no, no, this is just a DMV. <laughs> Farley, come on now. <laughs> this I is know. just the DMV. But I think a lot the women that don't hit the pavement, I think they live vicariously through others sure. and they, they get their motivation and, yeah. and you know energy to do something by looking at what others are doing. Wow, that's awesome. Can you imagine yourself 10 years ago if, if you just picked up your phone and somebody said, 10 years from now, you're going to be buying water by the bulk <laughs> load at TJ Maxx yep. and traveling to races and you're going to be running. You're going to run a marathon she in the Chicago. Chicago marathon. Like what, what would yourself think 10 years ago about like how you're living your life now? I would have never thought it, to be yeah. honest with you. I would have never thought it. And it's so funny because when I post pictures on my Facebook page, there's a guy that knew me in elementary school, mm -hmm. in junior yeah. high. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, this is a woman that hated to put on her gym clothes. <laughs> yeah. you know? So he calls me out on Facebook, and he says, look at you now. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's very cool. And I'm uh, being a wellness champion also for the police department yeah. that I work for. Um, also, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk. And I'm just involved in so much, you know. But you, you like Farley, you and Farley touched on this a little bit as well. But but can you talk about like how, like not just the things that you do, but how your life is different? I mean, do you, do you feel like the running makes things more positive? Do you feel like the like there's other changes in your life? Absolutely. I think I've become a more well-rounded uh, person, um, more empathetic to certain mm -hmm. things, uh, more understanding and, and people in their journey, you know, and, and not to be so judgmental. I think this this whole community, running community, and being in the environment has shown me to be a different person. Awesome. I, I think it's awesome. That is amazing. All right. Well, we're going to tweet out all the particulars on how you can get involved with Adina and her team. I, I was ready to sign up, but no dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you inspire, you've inspired me. Uh, it, it is the new year. Uh, get out there and join uh, over 9,000 others who have uh, you know, made the change for positivity uh, with running with Black Girls Run. Adina, 
Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank really you guys so much for having me. It's awesome. such a pleasure. And you were right, Chris. It is fun. <laughs> no, you did awesome. There she goes. It's Adina Crawford. She is the chapter lead for DC for Black Girls Run. This is Space the Nation. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Adina Crawford for joining us here on Pace the Nation. She, of course, is the chapter lead for Black Girls Run DC, and there's over 9,000 members of the chapter here in the DC area. Not nationally. Not nationally. No, there are over 9,000 nationally <laughs> yeah, as well. That's true. That's true. Doc's always, mm-hmm. always making making it factually correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... Uh, you know, in, in hindsight, obviously, not over 9,000 in the country for sure. But uh, very cool to talk to Adina. Great stuff they're doing. Uh, you know, it, it, it is, it, it is a, if you're around that group at all, and maybe you will be uh, January 1st at the, at the road race, you realize it is a bunch of, of now runners who are, you know, all types of backgrounds who weren't necessarily runners, which I think is really, really cool. And really just changing lives. Um, again, I just can't believe she was over 300 pounds. <laughs> but, but seriously, you know, I, I don't think you can really wrap your head around how much her life has changed yeah. now that she's running. I know. Yep. You know, like in every aspect of her life has to be I'm glad you different. touched on that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, every, every, I mean, you just, your outlook on life is, I mean, just. And she's amazingly path. inspiring. I know. You know, so. <laughs> Even Docs is inspired, man. Mm-hmm. There's hope for him in 2018. <laughs> awesome. Chris, remember All what right. you said about being nice. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, look forward to doing more with Black Girls Run uh, in 2018 with the podcast, with Pacers Running, with everything. All right. Um, so I wanted to get to a quick story before we give the gifts. We're going to close the show with the gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that'll be our exciting um, crescendo conclusion to the show. Um I said I had another in the news story. I had the books and also in the news, uh, big surprise, uh, Justin Gatlin um, is uh, he being got investigated again. for drug use. Uh, the gold medalist from Worlds this past year, uh, Justin Gatlin, gold medalist, he beat uh, Usain Bolt in, uh, in the 2017 World Championships. Looks like he's being investigated and will get busted for some sort of performance enhancing. And drugs. he's already been suspended twice. Well, yeah. he was he was uh, at Tennessee. He had uh, uh, some shadiness with drugs, and then also was suspended for like three or four years. So I don't know. It just is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to bring that up. No, it shows that the system's working, that they keep catching the drug cheats. Which is good, which is good, but I... <laughs> so I was very naive to think that he's the only one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I wanted to bring that up on a positive show, kind of a negative right. negative note. Um, well, the the force needs balance. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I see us as a legit running show, so I felt like I mm-hmm. wanted to mention that because that was mm-hmm. kind of irking me. Because um, I know there's a lot of great, clean athletes out there, and... Um, well, since we are a running show and that was negative, I'll throw something positive in there. So it's like a positive sandwich. Um, (laughs) have you seen the women's field for Boston? I, I did see that Shalane Flanagan is going to, I thought that might've been her last marathon, but she's going to be in it. Yep. Shalane's going to be in it. Jordan Hesse is going to run. Uh, Des Linden is going to run. Sarah wow. Hall is going to be there. Molly Huddle is running. Wow. Um, it's like everybody. That's awesome. Well, yeah. everybody who's anybody. Pretty right. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, only one of those is for, former guests. So you know who I'm rooting for. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly Huddle. Yes, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, that will be a very exciting event. And I know Joanna will be there running the 5k the day before two right. days before two days before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very cool. All right. Uh, before we get to the gifts, uh, docs, you had a couple things that we needed to, uh, get to. Oh, well, the no, floor I, is yours. Well, I just wanted to tell everybody I saw star Wars yesterday. Okay. So feel free to spoil it in front of me. <laughs> Uh, well, that, I didn't that, see it, and I don't think Joanna did. So that really was my motivation to to watch it yesterday. Was I just didn't feel like uh, I could go too long without people spoiling it today. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually was surprised how I made it through the whole weekend and didn't have anything spoiled on that. So I want to give a 
big uh, congratulations to the internet for not being <laughs> your, your typical negative self mm-hmm. and, and ruining everything for everybody. Um, that that was good, and I I enjoyed it. How many stars out of five? I don't I don't know that I would do stars, uh, but I like how that you're trying to make give Star Wars stars. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, how many Star Wars stars? Out how of many five? Star Wars stars? Uh, but I, I I thought it was a good movie actually, and. I, I need a number. Are we talking three out of five? Good. Four out of five. I liked it better than than the Force Awakens, which was the uh, episode seven. That's no help to me because I haven't seen that. This I, is episode eight. I think and I, I, and the I last still one think, I saw was one with Jabba the Hutt. Well, Jabba the Hutt was in Return of the Jedi. Okay, which I is, saw that. Which that, is that was probably six. twenty years ago that I saw that. Could be. Yeah, with Ewoks. I don't know yeah. why you would go with Jabba when there were Ewoks <laughs> right, in the movie. Right. Um, I still think that Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie ever made, uh, but this one was really good. Okay, well, so maybe four stars, I guess. I okay. don't know. All right, I don't know how your ranking system works. That's fine. Four out of five. I probably wouldn't have seen it if you gave it five out of five. So, um, for all the Star Wars fans out there, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. Feel feel free to talk to me about that. Um, the other thing mm-hmm. uh, going on in my life, which which Chris was kind not to bring up, but. I did lose in my fake foosball playoffs yeah. yesterday. I was rooting for you, man. I know. I, know. I, I think that uh, – well, I was wondering how – like the guy I was playing, nicest guy in the world. Not a listener of the show. Though, Not so a listener of the really show. I rooting for you. Yeah. And he's he's one of the guys that, that probably hasn't watched football all year. Well, right. I, maybe he watches football now. Mm-hmm. Um, but previous years, you know, he, he didn't really pay attention. And he's probably going to win our championship, which delegitimizes the whole thing. When is the championship? Next week. Next oh, week. Next week. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't won it. one yet, so it's really frustrating mm-hmm. that two guys who haven't watched very much football this year yeah. are going to be duking Maybe it that's out. the Lo- secret. Yeah. Loyal Maybe. listener C.T. McGee was playing in the other semifinal. I, I was rooting for him. And too. he lost to a guy who, as he says, has not watched a single minute of football all year long. Yep. And uh, although I do suspect that his son is the, actually yeah, the one probably true. pulling the strings in that franchise. Yeah. <clears throat> well, maybe the other guy's son is as well. Uh, his son's like <laughs> his son who was born six, in August, six months old. Yeah, exactly. That's it, even less than six months. Yeah, true. Um, and then finally, uh, on the on the job front, I did apply for Survivor. Yes, I got my application in, and hopefully, uh, they're listening right now, and they take me. Because I really, really need this. <laughs> he does. Trust me. He needs it. Yeah. All right. Let's Actually, get, don't you think they need it, though? Yeah, they don't do. You, don't you think that, that I would be good on I that show? I think you'd be, actually. I actually think it is would be riveting TV if you made the show. Yeah. I, I truly do. Honestly. And all of our listeners would watch until I got voted off, which no would be question. really quickly because I'm so irritable. Yeah, and you don't play politics very well. So <laughs> No, I'm going to be the president. Uh, that's true. That's, that's true. politics. All right, uh, let's get to the gifts mm-hmm. uh, to close out the show. It is the holiday season, so uh, we'll start with, you know, last year I think we did the Yankee Swap. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so, when we had an intern. Yeah. That, so, that position's still open. Yeah. If somebody wants to give us a Christmas gift. did we have to, to fill our... something else before we filled out the intern spot? I think Joanna we had has to, s- to hire. Yeah. Well, we had to staff DC, which, oh, yeah. is, which, which has is, been done. All right. So yeah. the internship finally opened. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, tweet us at PaceNation. Email us at PaceNation at gmail.com. Facebook. Uh, or you can Facebook us. Yep. At uh, Facebook. Backslash PaceNation. Um, so... We did the Yankee Swap last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, I think everybody got each other gifts. Well, that, Joanna said two weeks ago that she we were on her spreadsheet, each of us on right. the spreadsheet. So, so I think that prompted us that to get... That pressured us. Yeah. And also, uh, Joanna talks about how she wants to just give, 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 give. Right. So we don't want to limit her giving here. All right. So <laughs> let's um, let's start with Joanna. Um, go ahead and uh, you know give us our <laughs> gifts. Yeah. So I should also mention that on the spreadsheet, there are different columns, which okay. are the idea and then uh, either like bought or made and then wrapped and then delivered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're still in that uh, 
that one column, column A. We haven't, yeah. We okay. haven't gotten to column B. It's like when you order a pizza from Domino's and you, you do the app and, and it shows you the progress that it's made. Yeah. Our presents haven't made very much progress on this mm, spreadsheet, okay. Farley. Well, I'm, I'm not even making, in the oven yet. I'm making something for Docs and I mess it up. Mm-hmm. So I have to start over again mm. and I just couldn't, I couldn't get it done before. Okay. Too. All right. Fair. And so, then, but this is great because then Christmas will be extended for yeah, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we should put our gifts away, Chris? Uh, or just you and I exchange? Yeah, we'll exchange. You and I exchange. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Um, it is, you know, not about the gifts, as we uh-huh. learned on last week's show. All right. So Joanna's were quick. So what do you want to do next, Docs? <laughs> let's, let's open mine. Okay. And what I want to do first is I've, I've put the two gifts on the table. Okay. And don't touch it. I just <laughs> said don't touch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's unbelievable. How how are you going to get James to listen to you uh, when you point. won't listen to me? All right. So I want you guys to try to guess whose is whose. I think this is mine. Yeah, I want the yeah because she's not the consumer, okay. so I want the big one. Yeah, All right. So. Those are actually not right. Really? What? Yes. This is, these are clearly books, though. Yes. Oh. Give those to Farley. Oh wow! Funny then, that I and then, brought up and books Joanna gets on this one. Program. So who who wants to open first? I will open first. Okay. Um, Since we already know what they are. Yep. Wow, it's so funny that uh, that we talked about books today and how I needed to read mm-hmm. uh, twelve books, and yeah. he gave me two. Books. I gave you, I gave you two how books. Perfect. Yeah. Is this? and you have a list of ten running books to read, so you only needed two more books. Docs, when you were amazing. saying that, I was so this psyched. This is hilarious. So tell them what it is. So uh, the first book is hundred uh, things national fans need to know before they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. I've heard about this book you by Jake Russell. You better read that quick if I, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Doc's very good. And then the other uh, book is Beckham, uh, Both Feet on the Ground, an autobiography. Mm-hmm. Have Dave, you read that one David yet? David Beckham. No, I have not. <laughs> it has pictures has of him pictures. with his shirt wow. off in the back. So you'll wow. be, you know, it's Scott right man. up your alley. <laughs> no, I mean, it's. He guy, opened right to that picture. The guy is <laughs> he like, opened the book right to that. Well, I mean, the guy is put together pretty well. I'll give him that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. My gosh. Anyways, um, oh boy, I, I love it. I, I have to find one more book though because mm-hmm. uh, oh, because you read the Kate read. Fagan one. Yep, yeah, so, I think uh, you can read it. Again. I did want to read the book. Um, about Phil Knight, so maybe there's my list. Oh, Shoe Dog? Yeah, I haven't read Oh my that. God, you have to read Shoe Dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's my list. All right. No excuses. All right. Thank you, Docs. You may check Shoe Dog out of my library. Okay. All you right. have, you have to return it. You have to return okay. it. There are strict borrowing guidelines. Okay. Right. Do you have a stamp in your your every book that you have that I says do, yeah. Mm-hmm. From the library of Joanna Russo? Joanna E. Russo. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Joanna, I'm dying to know. And we will tweet out the pictures of the gifts that we're opening. I thought mine was the big gift, but it was the, the smaller one. Joanna is the big box, and she's opening mm-hmm. a big box with, um, it says total business solutions on the side. I hope no, that that's, has nothing that's to do the with, okay. <laughs> they're books. <laughs> oh, they're books as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh, very good. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. How did you, how did you know that um, I wanted a book about Rockefeller? Did you? Yes. I wanted a book about Rockefeller. I want to borrow that when you're done. Okay. And some brain training puzzles. This is great. Uh-huh. And then um, another Calvin and Hobbes book. So, Joanna, that's something you want, which is the <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes book. Mm-hmm. Something you need, which is the brain puzzles. Mm-hmm. And something to read, which is the Rockefeller. <laughs> wow. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Docs, 10 out of 10. Good work. Um, all right. Here's this is, do, you, do you look at my Amazon wish list? No. Oh, weird. I'm just a good shopper. You are. You did a great job. All right, Docs, this one's for you. Um, the wrapping job, again, we tweet out the pictures of uh, our gifts. The wrapping job uh, left a little something to be desired. But, that is uh, the worst wrapping job yeah. that's ever been done. Yeah. It's like you only – basically, he, t- he took the roll of paper and did one go around and probably didn't even tape it together. The sides are completely exposed. Well – on the picture that we tweeted out, it looked actually half decent. Oh, and now that you turn it this way, I see that you didn't even do a full con- go around. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, again, from the aerial shot that uh-huh. we took, it looked yeah. fine. So, Can uh, I ask you a question, though? Did you think that this sheet of paper was going to cover the It was box? the last <laughs> bit of wrapping paper I had left in the house. That is I the- literally called... Um, 
I called Kinder House, which is close by. They do free wrapping when you buy a gift over there. I was wondering if I could pay them to wrap <laughs> my gifts. But then I hung up mid. I was like, this is a ridiculous question. I'm just going to see what we got. And so I had a, a piece of uh, love, joy, and peace, happy, uh, a wrapping paper. And mm-hmm. so you I put extra in. words in there, but that's yeah, fine. That's fine. Um, okay, so this, this one is for me to open? Yeah, because you're the consumer, so it's uh-huh. the big bigger one. Okay, uh, so what I want you guys to do is talk while I open this. All right, um, so w- my thought process was that uh, Doc's, uh, you know, needed stuff because he's doing a lot of stuff around this house. Uh, as I, I don't know how much he's chronicled on this episode. Is this, is this credit card thing at the top? Is that part of the gift? No, it's just that- to cover the... Uh, <laughs> It's just to cover the, the You top. took a piece of junk mail and, and covered the opening in the box. That's exactly that's, that's exactly what I did. Um, yeah. Let me tell you that I could kind of see in this before, and I thought that he was like um, trying to get us into a pyramid scheme because it well, says like... Earn- wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so I don't know how much Do- Docs is chronicled on, his, um, on, his, uh, on this program. So pra- oh. practical Docs... Um, you know, he needs stuff for his new bathroom. So I got him um, wow. bathroom towels. And bathroom. a mat. There's a mat Did in there, too. You, uh, you nailed it because I actually do need to buy all of that stuff for the yeah. new bathroom. So, is, the ba- is the new bathroom done? It's got one more thing that needs to be done. So they're, they're coming in to uh, install the, the shower door on Thursday. Okay. It gets delivered tomorrow. Shower door installed Thursday. And then I sleep for two straight weeks. <laughs> now, for, for previous uh, guests on PTN, PTN um, we did record a few shows at Doc's uh, house. And yes. the bathroom yeah. was under construction. Was under the construction. entire time. So I can't for, wait. For two years. Can, can, we do yeah. a, can we do a show over there? Uh, sure. Just to see. Sure. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> TPT show. So I got you some... Doc's is super practical, so got him some stuff from Target. Something and, he needs. And mm-hmm. a Target gift card uh, for him. Thank you very so, much. Yeah. So uh, that's from um, me and the show. Thank you mm-hmm. for all your hard work this year uh, on on PTN. All right, Joanna, I knew you don't really consume things, so <laughs> I didn't want to get you actually anything that was going to leave a uh, footprint on um, carbon on footprint earth, carbon footprint on the earth so got you a couple gift certificates there oh nice yeah so uber and airbnb yes so you can uh uber to your next uh airbnb although you mentioned earlier in the show that um somebody airbnb to house and got held up <laughs> that was it before the show yeah yeah oh did oh that wasn't on the show i don't, I don't think, think so was on okay the show. No. Yeah. The show. but yeah. don't don't airbnb that place yeah yeah so Let's stick them up house <laughs> an uber gift gift card and uh some some uh airbnb bucks two experiences very yep. good. Thank you very much. Yep. So anyways, and the card, you got to read the card. Oh, yeah, yeah. Too. So on the front, it says, I had no idea what to get you for Christmas. And on the inside, it said, I mean, you already have PTN. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't actually come as you already have PTN. They right? haven't sold no. very many of those cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So that's it. So happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Good stuff. Thank yeah. you very much, Chris yeah. and Joanna. Can't wait to see what you get us. Yeah. The bar has been <laughs> set very high. Um, well, Docs, I, I would lower your expectations because it's mm-hmm. homemade. So, mm-hmm. Well, I, my my expectations, you actually already have gotten me something store related. So that is just fine. So thank you very much for that, too. And also, I hope that we still get our hugs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey at 7 Palmer Square. Finally, uh, next week is the Breaking 3 event on December 29th. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a good chance that if you're listening to this now, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yes, correct. So mm-hmm. uh, we will talk about that on next week's episode. Um, there's been a lot of chatter uh, to me on on my Twitter and Facebook. And uh, I talked to uh, Kellen Sung today from The Washington Post. Um, so I wanted to just, again, thank everybody for all the work they've done to put, put this event on. 
Um, I tweeted out a grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to thank uh, Charlie Band for making that uh, great long possible. run possible. Uh, it was an A minus. So uh, I think uh, it would have been an A, just a, a standard A, but my watch died during the run. So I lost track of what my my pace was. But, you know, actually, that probably ended up helping me. So that went well. Uh, look forward to the 29th. And uh, we, we, we still could take people to come in and help pace. Is that true, Docs? If, if, if you want to come out and, and run any laps around Haynes Point, send me an email. Um, but we're doing pretty good. We okay, got, good. we got people, we, we got people, uh, I'm just concerned. I want no, no, no. to be, you, you're I, I fine. want to have a person to run with the entire 26. That's not a problem. Okay, great. That's, that's not a problem right Maybe now. It's, multiple people. Now, nice. now we're just talking about how big are the packs going to be? Oh, uh, th- there was one question. Somebody was concerned about jumping in later on in the race, uh, because then that would make it not a legitimate, uh, marathon because mm-hmm. you can't have a pacer. And I was like, the guy drank five beers for one of these that he's counting uh, <laughs> and stopped his watch. I think having pacers jump in and out on, on different laps yeah, is going to be okay be as far as the streak is concerned. Yeah, that one was a tough one to uh, explain, Kellen, uh, in my interview today. But uh, He needed Joanna and I to, yeah. to give him he the listen, straight facts. He, he listens to the show, so he gets yeah. it. All right, well, I look forward to that uh, event next week. And, yeah, so if if you guys got it covered, I trust you. I just don't know anything about it, so I'm a little nervous. But um, So that'll be, that'll be a fun event, and I think we'll recap that next week on the program. All right, great show, guys. Thanks again to Adina Crawford for joining us. She, of course, is the chapter lead of the D.C. chapter of Black Girls Run. You can find information about... Her program, blackgirlsrun.com. Awesome guest uh, today. Great job, Adina. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, guys. Hope you enjoy uh, your respective holidays. I'll do my best. Hope your families enjoy uh, all the gifts that you give them. Oh. Yeah. Well, I need to. I honestly, I need to get started tomorrow on my (laughs) non-Pace the Nation gift shopping. Wait, are you kidding. serious? Yeah. Uh, that's great. Wow, that's very stressful. Do yeah. you have an Excel spreadsheet? Uh, no, I write on the back of envelopes. All right, that's Wavy Docs. That's Joanny Russo. I'm Chris Farley. This is Space the Nation. We'll see you next week. I just talk about how you put the snack mix so far away from me that you you also are reaching across the table to get that, but it's out of my reach. That that's a very interesting placement of that. Uh, so this is a book that uh, talks about. I'm guessing running. <laughs> what the jokes when we were 18 years old are not appropriate anymore now that you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with this trail mix that you had? There was there was one thing that was different from everything else. I ate it, and there aren't any more of those in there.